Welcome to Brain Girl Fasty. I'm your host Maria and today's question is Empathy. Could it just be the devil in an angel's disguise? But first, hope you're okay. Hope you're doing good. If you're in lockdown, I hope you're managing well with that. Um, if you're not in lockdown, I'm really really jealous of you. Yeah. <laughs> so when it comes to empathy, I feel like we all kind of know what it is like it's just like if you see someone that's really caring or someone that's really understanding you kind of label them as an empathetic person i feel like everyone kind of has that knowledge but i went to cambridge dictionary to find a more proper definition of the word empathy and found that it's the ability to share someone else's feelings or experiences by imagining what it would be like to be in that person's situation so, you know, it's, it, it's basically the same thing. But I also did a small little Instagram poll. Just some questions related to empathy to see what my followers would have to say about it. And just a little disclaimer, this is not supposed to be like a replacement for any like traditional research, surveys, reports, anything like that. This is just for me to gain a little bit understanding of what my followers have to say about this topic that I'm researching. So, when I asked them to describe their idea of empathy, they said um, being able to understand people's emotions, I think. Um, someone said putting yourself in someone else's shoes, understanding or having sympathy for others. I'm going to come back to that one. Um, and someone else said to be able to understand other people's feelings and emotions. So, they all there's a couple more, but they're all kind of related to the same thing. Um, relating to others having a sense of feelings slash emotions for another's experiences or situations. So yeah, it's basically the same thing. Everyone's kind of on the same lines. But one that I wanted to come back to is the one that said understanding or having sympathy for others. This might just be me, or I don't know. I don't know if it's a normal thing, but growing up, I always used to confuse empathy and sympathy. I kind of thought they were interchangeable when they're not. Um... <laughs> Empathy is obviously when you can put yourself in another person's shoes, it can be a good thing or a bad thing. So, for instance, like if your friend gets a promotion and you put yourself in their shoes and you feel really, really happy and you're really joyous for that. But with sympathy, it's only associated with negative feelings. So, for instance, if your friend has someone that passed away, someone close to them, and you can kind of feel their pain and you feel pity for them and you feel this sadness. So you wouldn't feel sympathy in a good situation. You would only feel it in a bad situation, if that makes sense. And another question I asked my followers was, do you consider yourself an empath? And I was actually quite surprised because 77% of people said yes, but 23% of people said no. And I, f I know I feel like that's 23% is a lot because every other person you meet thinks that they're like a really good person or like they're really caring or kind or whatever maybe not caring a lot of people tend to have this like um kind of guard up where they're like oh I'm not a caring person but a lot of people think that they're a good person and that they understand people and that they can read people almost and I was kind of shocked, I don't know, is that weird? I was kind of shocked that like 23% of people said that no, like I don't think I'm an empath. 
because every other person I've had this conversation with about like empathy and like people obviously on the other end, end of the scale as well um when I'm talking to people about it they'll kind of always find themselves in the little empath bubble they kind of relate to that more so yeah that was just um interesting to me especially because I feel like in society it has always been pushed to be an empath and like being an empath is a good thing and like being an empath is like kind of like this good-hearted person so I was kind of shocked when I saw that everyone was like well yeah you know I know this is what society is saying but I'm gonna go against it and say I am not this thing I don't I personally don't think being an empath is necessarily a good thing and we'll come back around to that in a second okay so I know I said I'm gonna come back around to it in a second but I'm just thinking this thing and I don't know if it will f I don't know I just kind of have to say it I feel like being an empath is pushed more on okay I'm just gonna remove the term empath and replace it with I don't know like selfless selfless definitely selfless I feel like being selfless is pushed on girls in society way more than it is on guys and I'm talking in every way possible like in relationships and in family and even in friendships I feel like girls are told that they kind of have to be selfless like they have to put others before themselves and that's what makes a woman a woman apparently like I've I've heard I've heard people say this kind of stuff like oh yeah what makes a man and a woman different is that a woman has a really really good heart and men just don't have that or what makes a man and a woman different is that a woman is willing to sacrifice for everyone else or like a mother is willing to sacrifice or a wife is willing to sacrifice etc and I feel like it's just pushed way more on girls to do um to have this kind of selfless attitude when you know it shouldn't be like that it, sh it really shouldn't be like that anyway so our second question is you know why is empathy useful and honestly i just think it's it is really important to have empathy in order to like build good relationships in order to you know understand others and like you wouldn't be able to build a good bond with anyone if you weren't empathetic you you'd only have like this surface level kind of understanding I don't know like you just kind of know who they are and what they like kind of thing but you can't get in touch with their emotions and their views I just feel like if you didn't have empathy like obviously people who have mental um disorders so such as people who are autistic like they really really struggle to um develop and maintain friendships because they lack empathy this isn't just me saying it, this is actually like a um, characteristic of people with autism. So yeah, I just feel like like a to like live in society and live like a quote-unquote normal life, um, whatever normal is, you know, like work and have friendships and have a network of people that you kind of rely on, etc. You do need to have empathy and you do need to be understanding and you need to have people around you who are understanding as well. And obviously there's loads of professions where you're required to have empathy like you're a doctor or a nurse or a um a therapist um especially a therapist a police officer in these professions i feel like you would need to have empathy because you need to understand what the other person is going through in order to help them and you know c come to the best possible solution 
empathy is obviously useful because if we were empathetic towards people um we wouldn't be kind probably we wouldn't be trustworthy or trust trusting we wouldn't be trustworthy or trusting and and obviously we really need empathy because you know if we were empathetic we wouldn't be willing to help people people who are less fortunate than us so yeah it is really really useful but it has its negative connotations too so personally i think that um you know from my own experience um empathy can be bad when it's draining so you kind of you kind of walk into a room you were having a good day but there's like people in this room that have this really negative energy and because an empathetic person can you know feel another person's energy you're kind of being like drowned by this negative energy and your own is just kind of silenced your own positive energy is just silenced now all you can feel is this really overwhelming negative energy and that's draining um i also think it's bad when you become selfless like as i mentioned earlier a lot of empathetic people that i've interacted with in my life i feel like they do have a lot of selfless characteristics so like if they're struggling with their own mental health they'll kind of put that to a side and help a friend or a family member even even when it's okay for them to say no like i'm sorry i can't help you right now i have my own things going on but they won't do that because they feel like it's their duty and they feel responsible for helping every person in their life and i just feel like that's also really really draining and it's not a good thing because your own mental health is going to worsen and that person is going to just become dependent on you and most likely they're going to think because realistically that person's just going to be like okay well he or she's always going to be there for me so i can just go to them and kind of dump all my problems onto them even if they're feeling like shit and i just don't think that's okay i also think that um empathy and people pleasing kind of go hand in hand now this is something that i've learned from my own life i've seen that people that empathetic and you know really understanding they tend to people please because they kind of have this desire like this really bad need for everyone to have their guard down with them and if people don't have their guard down with them they kind of just feel like oh my god i've failed as a person like this person isn't being totally vulnerable with me i need them to be totally vulnerable with me with me so they'll kind of people please and gain that person's trust and it's not not really an um evil thing like they're not doing it to be evil or like manipulative or anything they're just doing it because they need every single person to know that they understand them and they're there for them and that that per- they can trust that person which i think is really bad because you ca- you're gonna lose your own identity and all of that and you're not supposed to be liked by every single person that comes into your life like that's that's not okay like you, you'll just you'll just become this version of everyone else's desires and you won't be in there at all like your own identity won't be there at all so this is something that i asked um my followers on instagram i asked him do you think that being there for others is draining and 42 percent answered yes and 58 percent answered no i don't know that that's kind of a weird percentage if i look back on you know the first question that i asked do you consider yourself to be an empath and only 77 i mean 77% said yes yeah so i don't i i don't know that's what i'm trying to say is like maybe there's some people in there who aren't empaths and 
they're the ones that are one of the 58% saying that no, it isn't draining to be an empath. Because obviously, if you're not an empath, then maybe you're not giving as much as as much of your time and energy as an empath would. So no, you don't feel as drained. That's just something, that's just a thought of mine. I don't know if it's true or, yeah, I just, I don't know. I just think that's kind of like the reasoning behind that. Also, another question I asked them was, can you describe any negative qualities of being an empath? And some of the answers that I've got are, it gets too much sometimes, anxiety from everything. Also, if your friendship with somebody is based mostly off them venting to you, then that's then that's draining. That's exactly what I was talking about before, where, you know, when I was talking about the people pleasing, like, you're, you're, you're kind of just developing these friendships of you being there for that person and they will only come to you or talk to you when they need you and that's all your friendship will be based off it'll just be them relying on you for emotional support whatever so yeah like if your friendship is based off you just being there for someone then that isn't a good thing that's not that's not fair to be honest um someone else said being too nosy another one is maybe letting other people's problems become your own so that's kind of um yeah that's draining obviously because even if you're happy yourself you're allowing other people's problems to become your own and now you're feeling this sadness for no reason at all someone said maybe not understanding how someone's feeling fully that's interesting that's interesting um it really sounds like something an empath would say like the only negative thing of being an empath is the fact that there's a chance that you're not going to be able to understand someone fully like it sounds a thing that an empath would say really um someone said perhaps reading too much into a situation and maybe getting it wrong yeah i do think that empaths tend to overthink and get overwhelmed by even the smallest of stimuli so you know if someone's just being a little quieter than usual they'll just kind of overthink and panic over that because oh my god what have I done that this person isn't being normal with me like they really need for everyone to be happy with them I just feel that that's quite a common trait in the empaths that I've come across um someone else said your own feelings can be submerged and never addressed that's true so kind of goes back into um you get overwhelmed and your own feelings and energy gets silenced and you're just feeling everyone else's thoughts and emotions and whatever so you kind of get lost in there you just no longer yourself someone said depressive phases and you can end up in a dark place true i um when i was doing research for this um one of the things that i found was that a lot of empaths need time alone because if they don't take time alone they will end up you know, feeling depressed and feeling really stuck because there's no way to escape what everyone else is feeling. So they just need to be alone to kind of like recharge and um, reduce the burnout feeling. Someone said, always having your mood affected by others' emotions. Feeling too much. I think feelings and being emotional is good for you, but sometimes it leads to bad things. Um, not being able to fully process your own emotions as other person is going through worse yeah yeah they're all very like similar answers and yeah i think i think people do understand that there is a negative side to 
being a good person or like a what the normal standard of a good person is like there is a negative side for that because it leaves you no time or room to work on yourself and be there for yourself which is why i think you know being an empath isn't necessarily good because you kind of feel responsible for taking care of everyone else but if you do that you won't be there for yourself and you know that's the most important thing um when i was researching on you know why empathy can be bad i found an article by the vice um it's written by shahira majumdar i probably really butchered that name i'm really sorry if that's offensive and the article is kind of based off of um this view that a professor from yale university has he's called um paul bloom and he kind of thinks that empathy is sort of the root for a lot of evil that goes on in the world so for racism sexism and discrimination he thinks that it's kind of the cause behind them things so um basically this professor called paul bloom wrote a book called against empathy the case for rational comparison and what he kind of describes in that book is how empathy is the root for a lot of the evil that goes on in the world so how it's the root for sexism how it's the root for discrimination of all kinds he's kind of describing that in the book and this is what majumdar interviewed bloom about in the telephone interview that they had in this article that i'm going to talk to you about so i've got this direct quote from this article and Bloom says, empathy is the feeling is is feeling the experiences of others, often feeling their pain, and it differentiates from kindness. So how I've kind of interpreted that is I kind of instantly thought of Madeleine McCann about how it's been, you know, 13, 14 years now, and how um the government spent millions and millions of pounds to try and find this little girl even though i'm pretty sure if you don't find someone within like the first i don't know like 48 or 72 hours of them going missing it significantly reduces the chances of them being found like ever but still it's been over a decade and we were still trying to find this little girl and i think the main reason for that is because she was white now, if you compare that to also a young girl called Shukri Abdi, who drowned in, I think it was a river or a lake or something like that, in um, Bury in Greater Manchester, her death was really not investigated with the same kind of urgency or the same kind of desire to find out the truth and to find out what really went out, what really went on here. And, you know, if you haven't already realised, Shukri Abdi was a girl of colour. She was an immigrant. And I feel like that, personally, I feel like that is the reason why a lot less effort was put into finding out how she drowned, how she was potentially murdered, who potentially murdered her, what was the cause of all of this. I think that's because of empathy. I think, because there was no empathy there, do you understand? The, 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 people who felt empathy for her were most likely um majority of them were people of color people that were immigrants who are also facing the same kind of like i don't want to say discrimination okay you know what the truth is it is discrimination that's what they're facing and they're the type of people that will fear empathy feel empathy for shukri abdi but them people usually aren't the same people that have authority and they're not the same people who decide how much 
time and money can be spent on solving her case like I feel like I'm not making sense but like I'm really really trying to but yeah I do this is what I'm trying to say like I feel like empathy can be a bad thing because it clouds your judgment and it kind of stops you from being just and it stops you from using your logic and from really truly honestly like um empathy and being a good person kind of always go hand in hand but I feel like when it comes to when it comes to things like this it shows that empathy can make you a bad person this view that professor bloom kind of um has and that he wrote about i just think that's a really really important take on empathy because i don't think people normally view it like that at all empathy is always it always has the connotations of being pure and good and kind and you know as far away from evil as possible but in fact empathy can be one of the main drives of evil in this world so yeah, I feel like whether your empathy is positive or negative kind of depends on who you choose to empathise with. Anyways, um, we'll move on to highly empathetic people. So how do you know if you're a highly empathetic person, first of all? I'm going off an article that I found on Healthline. It was written by Crystal Raypole and reviewed by Timothy J. Legg, PhD. And they think these 15 things are what show that you're a highly empathetic person. So if you have a lot of empathy, first of all, obviously, if you become very overwhelmed by closeness and intimacy, and I feel like that would happen because, you know, you kind of, um, you know, an empathetic, highly empathetic person will absorb everyone else's energy and just take it all in and closeness and intimacy will kind of become would make that energy overwhelming and just unbearable so it would be really hard for them to deal with that the third thing is good intuition i have experienced this myself people empathetic people that i've seen they tend to have really really good um intuition they get the gut feeling in a lot of things and it's usually right highly empathetic people tend to find comfort in nature also something that I've experienced with highly empathetic people in my life um yeah I feel like the reason why they like nature is because with people you're kind of forced to absorb their energy when you go into nature you're kind of purging all your energy out into the world and you don't have to take anything in and it just kind of relaxes you and provides you with this kind of like sense of relief yeah I just that and obviously you just don't feel overwhelmed and stuff when you're in nature you probably don't like crowds you find them overwhelming um obviously that kind of goes in with the second one where you're kind of overwhelmed by intimacy and closeness yeah closeness crowds you find it really difficult to not care I think that relates to the people pleasing thing that I was talking about where I was saying you know people that are empaths they just kind of have this really deep-rooted desire for everyone to like know that they care about and know that they understand them and they will do anything they can to prove that to them so they will sit there and listen to their problems and solve their problems even if it takes all their time because they just they don't have the ability to you know to turn off the caring switch another sign is that people just easily tell you their problems this is another thing that i've um seen in my life where empaths are kind of opened up to on the first meeting like people will start telling them about their family problems and like life problems in the first conversation like first two conversations they'll have with an empath and i'm just like like why are you getting i don't know i just find it really weird like why are you getting so comfortable with this person you don't know them at all but i feel like 
people find it really really easy to trust and be vulnerable around an empath whereas it's kind of the opposite for empaths see the empaths that i've seen in my life rarely ever trust people and they rarely ever take their guard down with people just a weird fact i mean not a fact just an observation actually um they have an increased sensitivity to sounds smells and sensations this is also another observation of mine i think that my mum's an empath empath i was kind of talking to her and she was like she's very sensitive to like um textures of like food and like material and like sounds and smells and stuff she's like she can't like if something isn't the right texture or smell or sound or whatever like she cannot bear it and then there's people that i know that are really far from being empaths and they don't care like they they don't realize like the different textures of food or like the different kind of smells or sounds like they kind of find it hard to differentiate between them things and i don't know i feel like that's just it might just be me overthinking but um highly empathetic people need time to recharge i think i mentioned that before and they kind of get burnt out very very easily because you know it comes down to the whole energy thing again where you're kind of taking it all in and now you need time to purge it all out so they just kind of have to spend time alone and journaling things like that are often useful for people who have high empathy they don't like conflict and they tend to not fit in they like to stay isolated and those two, i think the fitting and the isolate thing are quite interesting because with the empaths that i've met in my life who have been you know people pleasers you would think that they fit in and i feel like from an outsider's perspective they do like they'll have friends and they'll like look happy and stuff with their friends and they'll look like they fit in but if you were to talk to one they feel like they're not understood by their friends or they don't relate to their friends and that just kind of comes down to again i feel like the fact that they just kind of base their friendships off them being there for them and them being a reliable and trustworthy person which is why they can't have a deep bond with someone where it kind of goes both ways because they don't allow it they just kind of give without allowing the other person to put their cards on the table highly empathetic people have difficulty setting boundaries i think that relates to what i was just talking about they have a unique way of seeing the world and they find it tough to cope with sensory and emotional overload so yeah i think i've explained those well and i asked my followers a question i asked them how much they agree with the statement that highly empathetic people should receive the same amount of support as people on the other end of the scale e.g sociopaths and narcissists in order for them to develop and maintain healthy relationships 57 percent agree with the statement and dis 43 percent disagree so 57 percent of people that i asked the question think that yeah highly empathetic people should receive the same amount of support as people on the other end of the scale and honestly i agree with that i do think that highly empathetic people deserve support and they need to learn how to manage their levels of empathy and their own kind of personality that's separate from being empathetic because a lot of the times they'll just allow that to become them and they lose themselves and if they do that they won't develop good relationships or be able to maintain them because i think a lot of empaths have this desire to fix people so once they fixed someone a friend or someone like a someone a partner someone that they're dating they'll kind of move on to the next person and they'll keep doing that because you just they'll never be satisfied they'll never be satisfied because they kind of 
it's their responsibility in their head it's their responsibility to help everyone so they're going to keep doing it and i feel like they do deserve support just because they are not explicitly dangerous if that makes sense like i feel like you know narcissists and sociopaths like we have they have very negative connotations you kind of look at them if you were to talk to a sociopath or a narcissist or whatever and you knew they were that that you would kind of be scared of them because they have these fear inducing connotations whereas with highly empathetic people they don't and that's why people are just kind of like oh well you don't need the help and i feel like it favors everyone else if a empath doesn't get help because they kind of get help from them and they kind of use them but for the sake of the empath's own mental health and well-being i feel like they should get help and counseling to manage this characteristic of theirs in order to live like a good life with good relationships and um, where they get what they give and they treat it like how they treat others i think it's really really important right so looking at it from like a psychoanalytic point of view i personally think this is not research that i've done i it's probably far from the truth but i personally think empaths become empaths because of a tough childhood i think people who were abused mentally or emotionally or um, physically in their early life are more likely to become empaths and i feel like people who have you know like have childhood trauma will become empaths because i think in their childhood they kind of weren't understood no one really wanted to understand them like their parents didn't want to understand them maybe if their parents were um hard to read or maybe if their parents weren't that involved in their well-being and stuff empaths kind of started to develop this um desire to give others what they didn't get kind of like okay like i wasn't understood and i wasn't taken care of so i need to make sure that everyone else is so that no one else suffers what i went through I feel like that's where it kind of comes from. Yeah, I, I, I really do think it's because of that. I'm not saying that this is um, supported by any actual research or findings, but I do think it's because of that. I feel like the parenting styles that it will be most common in will probably be the uninvolved and permissive parenting style because I feel like especially like them two together would be like a really bad combination that would definitely lead to um someone becoming like an empathetic or a highly empathetic person maybe even being raised by like a narcissist i feel like he would become an empath because obviously with narcissists you're kind of always on edge you're always like oh my god what's gonna happen next and you learn to read into like little things like small changes in body language language and small changes in tone and I feel like you start picking up on these things and that's what makes you an empath that understands people really, really easily when you grow up into an adult. Also, I think people who were raised by parents who kind of had this reverse role going on where the child had to be the parent, I feel like they are very, very likely to become empaths in adulthood because, adulthood because you know, just common sense. Like, if you're raising your parent you kind of have to learn to understand them even when they're not communicating with you properly um you kind of have to learn to read into their emotions and help them and find the solutions to their problems for them and that leads you to doing it for everyone else you kind of just feel like 
I have to do this in order to receive any form of validation from this other person because a lot of the times where there's like a reverse role going on with the child fulfilling the like parent role I feel like the parents only like they're only really nice to their child or you know they'll pretend to be understanding when their child is giving them something in return and that something is you know being the parent if that makes sense I don't think it makes sense but if it doesn't then it doesn't make sense like I'm sorry there's nothing you could do about that but if you are an empath I personally think and you relate to any of the things that we've spoken about and you think it's a problem that you know that could get worse I feel like you should definitely talk to a professional and get some help you know talk to someone that is qualified to help you don't just listen to me because I don't know what I'm talking about and in your own life like things that you can do yourself I feel like maybe you know spend time with your pet spend time in nature journal spend less time with people you feel drain your energy and spend less time with people you feel are only there to ask you for help and I feel like you need to start saying no to people because once you start doing that you'll feel like this burden being taken off your shoulders like this feeling of having everyone else's responsibilities on you everyone else's emotions on you you kind of have that taken off when you start saying no to people so maybe you're not feeling well one day and someone comes to you and they're like you know like a friend or a family member is like i need to vent to you right now you could just be like i'm i understand but i'm going through something myself so maybe we could talk about this later when I'm feeling better and I'll be able to help you more when I'm actually feeling better. So kind of put yourself first and you'll see a change, like you'll really see a change if you put yourself first. Also, I feel like in relationships, it's really easy for an empath to be manipulated because they understand people and because, you know, you as an empath, you understand what another person is going through. So like, you know, if your partner kind of treats you badly, just because you get where they're coming from does not mean that it's okay for them to do that to you. Like, just because you get why your partner like throws things around and shouts and you get that is because, I don't know, their parent used to do that when they were a child and they had a tough childhood like yeah you understand what they're going through but that doesn't mean that it's okay for you to be treated like that and it doesn't mean that you should put up with it and I feel like you as an empath really struggle to understand the difference between those two things Um, they shouldn't go hand in hand understanding people yeah good that's a good quality that you have but putting up with bad treatment no you should not do that also um you tend to have good intuition i feel like you should really follow your gut feeling if you're an empath a lot of the times in the first like two conversations you have with a person you'll be able to tell whether they're good or not or whether they're good good enough to be in your life or not whether you should give them more time or not and you should definitely listen to that intuition because it's not wrong it's not lying to you and it will probably save you a lot of time and tears honestly it really will so listen to that yeah i mean that's that's all i can say to help but please get some help if you feel like your empathetic side is kind of um, messing up your mental health i really think that you should get some help if that's the case yeah and if you like this episode then please follow us on spotify and also on twitter we have a twitter account now so you can follow us at fasty underscore go it's called brain go fasty but that's what the username is and i'll just post when the new episodes are coming out on there and any little updates that might be useful to you really hope you enjoyed this episode um i really did i feel like i learned a lot hope you did as well and hope you have a good day bye